0: morning, glory, and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Tuesday. Today is the 28th day of July, 2020. My name is Nick. I'm here in the studio in Boise, Idaho. We have Big J on location in Middleton, Idaho, from the comfort of his own home. Are you still in the kitchen, buddy? Yeah, I am. I'm totally in the kitchen. And that is your preferred place to be?
1: Uh, Yeah, it's comfortable. Uh, I got uh, my laptop set up on... uh my uh our table here and uh Mike and everything and you know
0: remind me so why far, you made that move again well it was my wife sleeping in our bed but i mean you have like an office set up right or you did it yeah. anyway
1: well here's the thing because uh the works in there i didn't want to be touching anything uh-huh so um it just made sense to have this own little space here uh to uh,
0: to do my stuff let's go into the common area where everybody goes
1: well, no, not everybody goes in here. <laughs> don't pretend you know what's going on here.
0: Oh, Bob. I know nothing about what's going on there at <laughs> all. Uh, but hopefully, uh, you're feeling pretty good, all things considered.
1: Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm feeling, uh, I'm feeling pretty normal actually. So, um, man, I don't know. It, it, that's the frustrating part is uh, I feel fine, but uh, I'm still treating myself like I'm sick, and um, it's just a weird, it's just a weird thing, man.
0: Pull back the curtain a little bit. I could tell you got a new microphone. It sounds good, my friend.
1: Oh, thanks. Yeah, uh, just uh, trying to, uh, the, the other one is, is fine, but uh, this one has, uh, comes with some software that makes it a little easier to control, and uh, that's, uh, that's important.
0: You're talking about compression software, aren't you?
1: Uh, co- well, compression and being able to control uh, yeah, volumes and mixes right. and things it's like, it's like a software that gives you uh, a mixer as opposed
0: to just, uh, you know, uh, an output Think of it as a remote control for your microphone that you can use to make it sound better Big j has got one of those now So, uh, welcome to the show today on it uh, We will play a round of streaming dumbass Did you watch anything on the TV at all yesterday, Big J?
1: Yeah, we started watching uh, Down to Earth with Zac Efron uh,
0: What did you think? You like Zach Efron? It,
1: yeah, yeah. It's it's really it's really good and uh, eye-opening. And you know, you get um, you start to think, man, I, I wish I could do more to help out the, the planet. Explain to me the premise. Um, it's him and this guy named Darren who wrote this uh, book called uh, Superfood. Uh, who he is a vegan, and so they're going uh, to other places in the world, um, and you know, experiencing uh, the food and and how to uh, the ecosystem and how everything works, and and you know how just to the earth is uh, in trouble in some respects with you know climate change and uh, they went to uh, one of the episodes we saw was puerto rico uh, a year after the hurricane martha and just the devastation and what you know the the kind of hardships that the folks are still going through and they do what they can to help out and just learn it's very interesting
0: in other words zach and his friend get down to earth in the show down to earth there you go uh big j approved very approved. All right, we'll see if there is uh, anything else in Big J's future that he approves for you when we do streaming dumbass today. We got some uh, fun that is uh habanero pizza possibility coming your way with Pop Culture Smackdown and more over the course of the show today, but we also have some music. Let's start with some STP. Up
1: the morning after with Nick and Big J.
0: All right, let's do some important stuff. Let's break down the coronavirus numbers from yesterday. Idaho added 427 confirmed cases and 38 probable cases of the coronavirus on Monday, according to data released by the Idaho Department of Health and Welfare. As we continue to go kind of back and forth between Ada County and Canyon County, as the hotspot Canyon County once again took the medal, 145 new confirmed cases down there in the 2C. Ada County second most with 8 to 2, Bonneville County was third with 54. Uh, Seven deaths also reported yesterday Uh, in three in Ada County, three in Candy County, one in Bandit County. The statewide death total uh, now stands at 154 from COVID-19. We're up to 17,564 people here in the state that have tested positive for COVID-19 since the beginning. And we'll see where we go uh, beginning today if we cross that 18,000 barrier. It appears that like every two days or so we're crossing another thousand. That's kind of the way it's been Busting out for us around here as of late, but we'll see what ends up happening. Again, they're they're saying that the, that the hospital rates are are fairly level, which is good. But they fear for a spike here in the next week and a half or two, and we'll see what ends up happening uh, around the state. Hopefully, everybody who has tested positive is feeling good and is feeling healthy, much like Big J. That would be preferred. But you know, obviously, I imagine you're probably thinking you're lucky stars when it comes to this stuff, right?
1: Oh, man, you have no idea. I just, uh, you know, at the beginning, I was I was very, very scared. Very scared. Sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a natural feeling for sure. But I certainly am glad that you're feeling pretty good about it, all things in uh, tow. Texas Rangers pitcher Corey Kluber has a muscle tear in his shoulder that may mean his season is over after he pitched just one inning. The two-time Cy Young winner won't have to undergo surgery, but won't even be able to throw again for at least four weeks, which is a large chunk of time in a season that will only be 60 games long. The 34-year-old left Sunday's game against the Rockies after just one inning with some tightness in his shoulder, and we're starting to see some fallout of the rushing to the season and the very short spring training, if you even want to call it that, that the baseball clubs had to do before they decided to start the season. Uh, It was one of the things that nobody was really talking about, was... You know, there's a reason why pitchers and catchers report like, I don't know what, four months before the season begins usually. Right. Because, you know, when pitching especially and throwing 100 miles an hour for six plus innings every four days is a very unnatural thing for the body to do. And so usually it takes some time to ramp up to that and we basically said all right go do what you do and now we have Clayton Kershaw we have Corey Kluber we have a bunch of other injuries that are happening and I think that's one of the downfalls to the rush into the season is that people are going to be getting hurt because they're not prepared to play all out like they have been uh as quickly as they are accustomed to playing so we'll see what's going to happen
1: go ahead what's going to happen with football when you don't have any preseason games
0: yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, it all kind of depends on the, the player and the, and the team, I guess. I, I feel like rookies will suffer more about that than, than NFL players will um, because the veterans are kind of used to it, and, and the really good veteran players, the Tom Brady's of the world, they're not playing much in the preseason anyway. Uh, they get a couple snaps, and that's about it. But uh, the superstars don't play because they have a tendency also to get hurt in the preseason. You don't want that to happen. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out together, I guess. Mark and Jay Duplass are very popular movie producers and writers, and they have just signed on to produce their very first podcast. The deal has the indie filmmakers and actors set to create original scripted and unscripted podcast series under the Duplass Brother production banner, and they signed an exclusivity deal with Spotify, and so uh, they're going to work together to put together a series of podcasts for the uh, streaming channels and spotify is pushing hard to get into the the podcast business we talked about how much money they threw to joe rogan's way and this deal does not have any money attached but i assure you it probably wasn't cheap to lock in the Duplis brothers who no matter what they're doing are pretty hot at it i mean they have an exclusivity deal with hbo that is in the uh the, the eight figures so I, I can't imagine it was cheap to do this and i guess they've got some content are you excited big jay
1: I'm um, ambivalent, uh, but my question is: What's the difference between scripted and unscripted podcast? You know, well, uh, y- I mean, is one of them like a
0: show? Podcast yeah, yeah. Or- there's there's plenty of shows. Uh, there's plenty of podcasts out there that are kind of like old school radio serials, as it were. And like even oh, nice. even even the podcast serial, which uh, which uh, one would say is one of the more popular podcasts ever. Put to tape. Is scripted It's like a news podcast That, that has has a very clear narrative and a, and a clear story That it's trying to get across And so each episode has a script And a host And Sarah's kind of doing her thing And then playing some interview bits And then unscripted podcasts Obviously are, are kind of like uh, Just you know improv Or just shooting the crap If you will So that would be the difference Like this gotcha. show Big J Very clearly scripted That we do And no, no, other it, shows
1: this would, be, this would be unscripted Are unscripted
0: Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the six o'clock hour. It's streaming, dumbass. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Listen to me. Every Tuesday, we dig into Netflix and try to find three movies that maybe, just maybe, Big J hasn't participated in in his personal and professional life. And we strip away the stars, the studio that brought you the from the creators of BS, and we're left with just something called a very brief plot description courtesy of Netflix and based on that plot description alone Big J must select a movie to watch and review for you in a 24 hour period that is the premise of streaming dumbass Big J are you ready? I'm ready I try very hard to come up with a theme for these streaming dumbasses some sort of connecting thread that ties them all together and uh, per your request a couple weeks ago I've tried to keep them all light so keep that in mind that there's nothing too heavy, (laughs) serious or crazy involved in any one of these three movies but the other tying thread that ties them all together is girl power Big J each of these movies is all about deleting ladies and pretty much is female centered. Okay. Okay. So you cannot escape. Movie number one. A panicked woman is forced to travel into a foreign country with her reluctant friends in tow to try to delete a ranting email that could be the key to her future. Okay, Movie number two. Sweet. Oh, they're all short and sweet, buddy. When a woman is indicted for murdering her husband, her lawyer thinks there may be a conspiracy at play and there's more going on than meets the eye. And movie number three. Marion, a nurse, works tirelessly to keep her family afloat after her husband loses his job. She also maintains a turbulent bond with her daughter who is just like her, loving, strong-willed, and deeply opinionated. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three, PJ? Man, um... Let's go with
1: movie number three.
0: Movie number three. What drew you to it? The Bond. (laughs) You know it's not a James Bond movie, right? Yes.
1: Yes, I'm aware of that. Just
0: making sure. Uh, Movie number one was a new Netflix movie called Desperados. That stars Saturday Night Live alum Nassim Perdid and Anna Camp. Movie number two was called Tyler Perry's A Fall from Grace. That stars Felicia Rashad and, of course, Tyler Perry himself. (laughs) And movie number three is on Netflix. You will be watching it. It is called Lady Bird. That was the bell of the ball at the Oscars a couple years ago. It stars uh, Cerise Ronan and Timothy Chalamet. Uh, It is a movie that also I watched. I'll give you my uh, review of it tomorrow with you and see if we can agree on this or disagree on it. But Lady Bird is a movie that you will be watching. It is streaming now on Netflix. You can watch it alongside Big J and uh, and compare and contrast your review, much as I will do, tomorrow morning right around this time. You sighed and not happy about it when you found out it was Lady Bird. Why? Yeah, deep,
1: deep regrets. Because it can't be that great if it was up for an Oscar. Several
0: Oscars. Uh, and uh, I, I really wish I went with number one. <laughs> And uh, I don't think it won any, though. So that may uh, automatically be okay in your book. I think you're okay with Oscar nominees. It's the winners you don't like. Yeah, maybe. In memory serves. We will see for sure. Uh, And so, Lady Bird is the streaming dumbass movie. You can play the home game if you like and watch it on Netflix tonight.
1: On the morning after, with Nick and Big J.
0: Let's do some important stuff, and Big J, why don't you go ahead, and relax, and eat something delicious, okay? O- okay, I will. A, really, new, thank you. a new study finds that short term pleasurable activities that don't lead to long term goals contribute at least as much to a happy life as self control does. Researchers from two different universities found people who have intrusive thoughts about things they should be doing while relaxing had a lower sense of well being in general compared to those who could allow themselves to relax completely. For instance, when you're sitting around and you're playing your Xbox, do you feel guilty about it?
1: Uh, It depends if people are building dressers in front of me.
0: Yeah, no, that's a natural <laughs> feeling. I just mean in general.
1: No, I don't. Good. I don't. Uh,
0: they call that uh, basically uh, being somebody that is in control of their relaxation. It's good. Or hedonistic, if you will, Big J. Uh, Long-term goals needn't be in conflict with another. The research shows that uh, it's both important and can complement each other in achieving well-being and to be overall healthier. It's important to have the right balance, of course, in everyday life, but enjoying one's basic relaxation isn't actually simple for everybody because they have a lot of distracting thoughts. But if you can do that, you can be happier overall in your life. So you should feel good that you feel good about relaxing, Big J. All right. And not guilty about it. Uh, But there's the whole healthiness thing involved there, too.
1: Sure, yeah, and that's the
0: tough part is the moderation of it. Making sure that you're not just sitting on your ass all the time and just feeling good about it. Then you may have some motivation issues. At least three Major League Baseball games have been postponed in just a few days into the shortened season because of an outbreak of the virus among the Miami Marlins. We talked a little bit about this yesterday as it started to come down. Uh, They have more than a dozen players and staff members that tested positive. Miami's home opener against the Baltimore Orioles yesterday was postponed, as well as their game tonight. The Yankees' game against the Phillies in Philadelphia also postponed because the Yankees would have been in the same clubhouse the Marlins were in just a couple days ago. Despite the outbreak as the season just started, Rob Manfred said yesterday that he doesn't see it as a nightmare. We've built the protocols in to allow us to continue to play, and we think people can be safe and continue to play. Although, there are teams that aren't playing, so I don't know what the hell he's talking about. I mean, there are very much... The teams that have been impacted by this are very much not playing. Well, yes, it's true that they're not. Now, here's the real issue. They're starting to trace back this thing, and they think that the Marlins got it in Atlanta before they even came to Philadelphia. So now there could be some issues in Atlanta as well. Man. So At least least they can trace that stuff. Yeah, well, they think they can. They're not 100% sure as it is. So we'll see what ends up happening, but this could be just the start, or it could be just a bump in the road. Nobody really knows. Uh, We'll see what happens with the Phillies. We'll also see what happens with additional Marlins players as well. Netflix has announced that The Witcher Blood Origin, a limited series from the Witcher universe is a prequel and will have six parts and serve as a prequel to the hit series The Witcher. It would be set in the elven world 1,200 years before the world of The Witcher. That's my favorite world. Declan DiBera is the showrunner, and he says that as a lifelong fan of fantasy, I'm beyond excited to tell the story of The Witcher Blood Origin. So this one is torn directly from The Witcher books, not so much the video games that maybe a lot of people may be Uh, used to and uh, familiar with which got them into the television show but apparently Blood Origin will tell the tale of the elven civilization before its fall and most importantly the forgotten history of the very first Witcher so it also looks like uh, Henry Cavill will not be involved in it at all Uh, merely just a prequel to set up the series any interest Big J? no not without Henry Cavill so you weren't really interested in the Witcher storyline just more about watching Henry Cavill kick some ass Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, I couldn't make it through the series, man. I tried. I tried. That's dumb. I just couldn't do it. I like Henry Cavill very much, and he's very good in it. I just—it was all there was too much you, jumping around you, in the timeline, and the guy—I got you confused. You watch that
1: stupid Buster Scruggs movie. And yeah. You can't watch The Witcher.
0: Well, you understand that the Buster Scruggs is a series of vignettes, and yeah, they all take I place. that it was dumb. In the same line, I didn't say The Witcher wasn't dumb. I just said I couldn't get through it. No. I just wanted to insult you. Oh well, thank you. Uh, but no, I, I tried. I just I just couldn't do it. But I do like Henry Cavill, and I wish him the best in, in success, even though he's not going to be attached to this. I certainly uh, want him to be successful in whatever it is that he does, be it a <laughs> Superman in a black costume or The Witcher. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the 7 o'clock hour. Going to hell in a couple seconds. Jay, on 100.3, the X rocks. I am not here to alarm you. I am here at least in an attempt to inform you. And while we have a very serious battle going on here in the United States with a thing called the coronavirus, it is something that you should be very concerned with and take very seriously. I also want to make sure that you are paying the most appropriate amount of attention that you can to mayhaps another battle that we are losing, Big J. Uh, This one that we have forecast for a a long time on this very show and it, we have lost the first battle. And is this that the is, battle of robots? Nope, nope. That oh. battle is still a little bit further down the road. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> this is the battle of Man v. Monkey. And oh. we are oh, headed no. to the city of Lapuri in Thailand for today's We're Going to Hell story. As police in Lapuri have officially released a statement saying that they are powerless. To stop the monkeys that have overrun the city do you understand the police no, say I don't understand they cannot stop the monkeys that are terrorizing this city the monkeys have taken over a city in Thailand and basically according to wildlife experts it's the craziest thing they've ever seen so the city is a tourist hotspot believe it or not for a lot of people that are trying to visit Thailand And now that has gone down the crapper because basically not only the citizens that live there, but the tourists that are visiting the city uh, are scared to leave any kind of place that they are staying because of the vicious monkeys, which have set up their headquarters in a disused cinema and developed a taste for junk food. This is like gremlins. You understand what I'm saying? They're all sitting in the theater watching Snow White and about to go nuts. (laughs)
1: This is the beginning of the planet of uh, apes, dude.
0: So, uh, wildlife experts have estimated that as of right now, there are about six thousand monkeys on the streets, terrorizing locals My in this city. God, six thousand! And they are attacking anybody that gets in within—I a- I don't know, like ten feet of wherever the hell they are. They just go nuts on it unfortunately how did this all start okay so there were a couple of monkeys it's actually a pretty common thing in thailand to see some monkeys about the city and doing things but what was happening was there were a bunch of monkeys that are showing up downtown and people thought it would be cute and funny if they gave them fast food you know let's feed the monkeys lol don't feed animals human food take the pictures post it on your instagram next thing you know here come the monkeys because they want the food so now they've got an addiction to sugar. They're hooked on fast food. They've got a taste for blood and flesh. And they're ready to take on any any of us. So police officer Nirid Fangun, who is the uh, sheriff there, basically, he said, quote, within a blink of an eye, there are so many monkeys. He goes, quote, so many babies that are around this area. I can't even tell you. So they're making sweet love and just, you know, uh, multiplying like like gremlins. Like somebody poured water on them and they're just popping out everywhere. Boop, 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 boop. And so because of their unhealthy diet, they have gotten aggressive because now they want this food that they crave. And so they're starting to attack people that come nearby because they want the french fries or whatever the hell is going on. They're hangry. That's right. That's right. And and watch out. According to one of the residents that live in the city, quote, we live in a cage and the monkeys live outside. It's insane. The number (laughs) of monkeys has doubled in two years. And it's terrified people living in the city, and they don't know what to do. They've left a tale of destruction in their wake, and the people are just straight up frightened for their lives. The police don't know what to do. They've admitted that they're powerless, and so now they're trying to figure out what the next step is without, you know, basically committing monkey genocide. And so that's that's not what they want to do, but we may be, <laughs> we may be getting into uh, what other choice do you have territory here.
1: Oh my! Six thousand. Six thousand monkeys. Imagine what that looks like.
0: And some of the pictures are crazy. It's like there's a monkey gang. It, they're they're just hanging out outside this movie theater. It's it's nuts. And so they have taken over a city. And I ask you, Big J, what's next?
1: Well, the as world. long as they don't figure. Listen, we're safe as long as they can't figure out how to get in, um, use a boat or
0: fly. That's right. That's that's uh, that's what a lot of things uh, we thought about. A lot of things. I'm just saying, one to nothing monkeys right now. We got to get our act or, together. Or, you
1: know what? Or
0: we got it coming. That could also be true. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. King Benjamin, that is Red Cold River here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X Rocks. Boise finds itself on the top of the best of lists in a lot of different places for a lot of different reasons, but Big J feels kind of weird to be on the bottom of one you know what i mean and Uh, yeah we're
1: so used to being on
0: top not just boise but as a country and according to a new study by travel site asher and lyric they put together what was the best and worst places to raise a child and a family in the year 2020 and the united states of america as a country came in second to last man what the hell Well, I don't know. Have you seen what's going on lately? Yeah, no, I have. Uh, We're right behind, uh, or right ahead of, I should say, Mexico, who finished dead last in the list, and that's thanks to uh, basically drug cartels running crazy thanks to the coronavirus Uh, lockdown happened over there in Mexico. And now we are in 31st, fourth place out of 35 countries. And so they went into a bunch of different factors, but obviously the biggest reason why... Raising a family is difficult and not ideal in America is it's hard to make a living. And it's not just right now. I, they did this study to begin the year. And so this is this is stats and stuff using 2019 numbers. It's not even what's going on during the coronavirus. But basically, the reason why we're coming in second to last place is we rank solidly. in a, the near the bottom in a bunch of places with raising a family when it comes to Um, maternity leave it is not required by a company to give that and so that makes it difficult for new mothers to leave a job or to take a break in order to you know help raise a newborn child that makes it difficult we also are way down there on vacation days we're way down there at cost of living health spending of course out of pocket wise Uh, income ratio and more we're all in the bottom three in all of those categories and so that's rough and uh, we are dead last in child care, meaning uh, the average household spends about 31 to 32 percent of their income on child care. Uh, that is easily the worst in the world. Uh, if And anybody that has paid for a babysitter or daycare in the last year is slowly but surely nodding their head and going, yes, it is very expensive in order to do those things. And so. Uh, it is interesting to see where they go. Number one, Bing J, the best place to raise a family in the year 2020. Where would you guess? Sweden? Ah, oh, you're close, man. Iceland. People love it there. And it's uh, it's fairly, uh, the, the income ratio is very nice. The maternity and vacation leaves are very good. Uh, Sweden did rank in the top three. So there's that. Basically, Scandinavian countries rule the day when it comes to this particular study. So there's that. Uh, And, of course, the the people that put together the study says, you know, it's heartbreaking to release these stats. And, of course, it it doesn't, you know, line up with America's own ideology that we're number one no matter what. But hopefully the the company is saying maybe this will make us open up our eyes a little bit. Do you think it will, Big J?
1: Of course not. No. No, no, no. no. We are. No. We'll resist. No.
0: We're the best. We're the best in the world at everything. Yeah. It sounds like us. It sounds like us. So, get your facts out of here, study. We have no interest in it. We're number one and we don't need your, your lip. You understand?
1: If you ain't first, you're last.
0: We're second to last, technically, but yeah. Morning After with Nick and Big J Coming up in a few short minutes, we got ourselves some important stuff as well as pop culture smackdown.
1: <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J.
0: Lots of famously successful people get up early look no further than your radio friend big j and an example of (laughs) success and somebody that gets up early but that doesn't mean that you should you might be under the impression that being an early bird is related only to willpower and persistence but research shows that when you prefer to rise however time that may be it's more of a matter of biology than anything else Nearly half your chronotype or your internal body clock is inherited, so most people have a rhythm or a biological clock that runs on a 24.2 hour cycle, but some people have internal clocks that run longer than that, meaning that over time, they naturally fall asleep later and get up later. It's important to remember that studies show that early birds tend to be more persistent, more self-directed, and better planners. but. It also showed the night owls perform better on memory tests, have better processing speed, cognitive ability, and they also tend to be more creative and a little bit more financially successful. So, in other words, you don't have to be a morning person in order to be any of those things. Just run on the schedule that works for your body because you can't change your biology. Now, that being said, it's sometimes you don't have a choice in that. Uh, I feel like I've spent at least... Well, listen, this going into this summer will be 25 years that I've been in this business. And in radio, I, of those 20 years, probably 20 of them have been doing mornings. And I feel like I've been fighting my body the entire time. Does that make sense? Sure, yeah. My My mind, my body... I don't want to get up that early to do morning show. That's insane. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like getting It'll up early. It'll make you go
1: insane. And going, It'll make you go crazy.
0: Going to bed at a ridiculously early hour, nobody likes that stuff. It's, and You would be crazy, too. And so I wonder what... I would love to know what that does. It pro- I mean, listen, obviously I'm a picture of health, so it can't be all bad, right? Right, yeah, yeah, you're right. To fight your body like that. But still, I, I know that if it were me uh, and I didn't have to get up to do the morning show, I don't think I would be getting up this early. There's no way we're going you know, to bed. That, early.
1: All, all that being said, I'm glad I don't have to fight getting up. You know, I mean, it's just I wake up um, generally, you know, four fifteen. I mean, my body clock just wakes me up, and I don't have to fight to wake up because that would be really, really difficult.
0: Yeah, well, you know, and that's the other thing that that proves that it's it's weird for me. Like, because like on the weekends, you know, and I have the when I have the ability to like, I don't roll out of bed until eight nine o'clock. You know? Yeah, no, I got to fight to stay asleep. Oh, see, yeah, no, I'm the opposite <laughs> of that. Like, I love, that's when I catch up, I think. Because I still can't make myself go to bed at 8, 9 o'clock at night. I can't. I'm up until 10, 11 o'clock, no matter what, regardless of what time I'm getting up. So the weekends are when I can be like, okay, I can go to bed my normal time and actually sleep a proper amount. <laughs> and, and at least try to anyway. But there's still, there's no doubt about it. I still wake up, uh, without a doubt, at 4 Four fifteen and four thirty, but I'm able to go back to sleep, and it sounds like you can't do that, right?
1: Uh, it it, ta- it it takes a little work, but I can get back to sleep, okay. and, and you know and sleep till eight or nine.
0: Yeah, human bodies aren't supposed to get up this early. It's nuts. Players from the 24 NHL teams in the playoffs are now in the hub cities of Toronto and Edmonton ahead of the few exhibition games and their season restart on August 1st. And believe it or not, the league reported that there have been exactly zero positive coronavirus tests among the more than 800 people and players tested last week in the final week of training camp. Like the NBA, the NHL has set up a bubble for players, coaches and staffs in the two Canadian cities, and it appears to be working out for the NHL, at least so far. But they've also been in a bubble much longer than the NBA decided to do theirs before they started things up. And they're not giving passes outside of the bubble like the NBA is, which has caused some of the trouble that they are having. And so that's the good news. It appears that everything's going to be okay from and NHL, NHL standpoint come August 1st. We'll see what happens. Tomorrow is the day. We're going to get some Corey Taylor stuff. He uh, spent the day yesterday teasing a new video with a clip posted on Twitter. The Slipknot and Stone Sour lead singer is expected to release two new singles, Black Eyes Blue and CMFT Must Be Stopped tomorrow. Uh, special guests uh, Tech 9 and Kid Bookie on the latter track. While the release date has not been announced, Taylor recorded it's his debut album earlier this year. Uh, he's got uh, Christian Martucci from Stone Sour on it, Zach Throne and uh, Jason Christopher both from Prong and Dustin Scherhofer from Walls of Jericho as his studio band for putting this together. Uh, that's two-thirds of prong, right? Thron- prong's a three-piece, isn't it? Am I wrong? Uh,
1: I don't remember offhand, and but so that's a hell of a lineup.
0: It is. It's very cool that he's got it working all together. And so we're going to have some new Corey Taylor music for you tomorrow, and apparently you have two new videos to look forward to over the course of tomorrow as well. Smackdown on the morning
1: after with Nick and Big J. And it's time to make pizza dreams come true. We have a gift certificate to Flying Pie Pizzeria that we can get you set up with. And you know, I mean, you can use that for anything, but I I highly recommend if you haven't, take the dare, check it out. A habanero pizza, four different levels of heat, uh, single, double, triple, and the quadruple with ghost pepper sauce, if you dare. And uh, they have several locations in the Treasure Valley, including a couple brand new ones, one on Overland and Five Mile, delicious uh meals and of course pizza so uh you just gotta beat nick here in pop culture smackdown this morning to get that
0: here's our phone number 208-287-1003 give it a jingle if you'd like to play some pop culture smackdown we will mail the certificate out to you so you don't even have to get up off your duff in order to get it which is even better let's get ourselves a contestant good morning the x hey how's it going we're hanging in there man what's your name anthony all right anthony you're up first
1: Matt LeBlanc played this popular character on Friends, the only character to have a successful spin-off of the 90s series.
0: Uh Joey.
1: Right. Joey is correct. Nick, often referred to as America's sweetheart, this actress has played opposite of Keanu Reeves and Sylvester Stallone.
0: Uh Sandra Bullock. That is correct.
1: Right. Sports announcer Michael Buffer was best known for saying, what phrase at the start of a boxing match? Uh, Let's get ready to rumble. Right. Let's get ready to rumble. Yep, indeed. Uh, Nick, what is the name of Arya Stark's sword in Game of Thrones?
0: Man. (laughs) I put that series out of my mind so fast after that thing wrapped up. Uh, uh, God, I don't. I mean, I'm going to know it the second you say it, but it's not going to come to me. So I will say uh, Mjolnir. (laughs)
1: Did you just make up a word? Wrong!
0: No, no, no. Thor's
1: hammer. It's not right. No, no. Oh, manure. Oh, uh, needle. Needle.
0: Right. Actually, I take that back. I never would have got that. Congratulations, man. You got yourself some flying pie coming your way. Hang on one second there, Anthony. We'll get it all lined up for you. Make sure you're set and good to go. And there's your pop culture smackdown. We'll come back with a run of headlines. That's next on the (laughs) X-Rox. Headlines brought to you by Keystone Light. Keystone Light has given away three Polaris Sportsman 570 ATVs this summer right here in the Treasure Valley. Look for Keystone displays in your favorite place to get Keystone Light. And text the keyword in to enter to win today. Headlines are as follows, Big J, out of the bubble. Revenge or Revenge Part 2. Well,
1: let's start off with out of the bubble then.
0: A New Mexico woman who was allowed to leave jail to attend her son's funeral never returned. But she has been sentenced and caught. Angela Stiletto of Carlsbad pleaded no contest this month to attempting to an escape charge. According to the court documents, Stiletto was allowed to attend her son's funeral in August of 2019, but then never returned to the jail at her assigned time. Who would have thunk it? Yeah, why why, why would you go back voluntarily? Police eventually found her on December 5th, charged her with escaping from jail, failure to appear, and failure to comply. She was sentenced to additional three years in prison, plus four more for being a habitual offender, so that's going to cost her seven years for not returning to jail. It sounds like the Lou Williams story from the Clippers, Big J, The second he got out of the bubble, he started bouncing around and not following directions either.
1: Yeah, why wouldn't you? Freedom. Right to the strip club.
0: Hello. And so... You got the best chicken wings there. <laughs> I guess, apparently. I'll take his word for it. But uh, she got caught, and so did Lou Williams. So it all wraps up the same way as well. Although I don't think Lou Williams has been sentenced to seven years in the bubble. So that's a good, good news for him. Revenge or Revenge Part 2? Revenge. Some people want revenge after a breakup, but this is a weird way to get it. A woman named Jessica from Australia says, quote, I'm getting phone calls at really strange hours of the night, about 1 o'clock to about 4 o'clock in the morning. She says the call started after she ended her relationship upon discovering that her ex was messaging another woman on Facebook. Her ex actually placed posters around town reading, quote, Contest. Call this particular number and leave a voicemail with your best impression of Chewbacca. Winner will be announced via text at 12 p.m. on August 13th, 2020. Best impersonation wins $1,000. Jessica says she was wondering why she was getting all these voicemails about with Chewbacca left after the voice uh, ringtone, but she says the prank is funny, but adds some of the phone calls are waking up her kids in the middle of the night, and she doesn't want that. She also says that her ex dumped a car with no wheels in her driveway, and she's had some trouble getting rid of that as well. So this guy nope. sounds like a real jerk.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, like, uh, I get it, I suppose, if, if like, you know, uh, this is unjustified. But, like, hey, dude, don't be talking to other chicks when you're with somebody, right? Right. And then you wouldn't have gotten broken up with, and then you wouldn't have to do all this stuff. So, quit being a sore loser and actually, you know, be faithful to the person that you're with, and you wouldn't have to be out on your duff. I mean, I get the Chewbacca thing. I guess that could be a little bit funny, but, like, dropping off a a car with no wheels in her driveway is just jerky, right? Right. No room for jerks. Big J, I have a confession. That was actually Revenge Part 2. So, I'm going to go to Revenge As (laughs) the story for headline number three. And uh, you have to defend what's yours, right? Yes. A bicycle owner in Ireland has gone viral after leaving a brutal but appropriate message behind after, quote, stealing a bike. People spotted the sign that was taped to a railing and shared photos of it on social media. The message reads, quote, if you're looking for the gray bike that was here, I stole it back. It was mine. Photos and serial number to prove. So long, sucker. (laughs) Ha ha, loser. Nice. <laughs> One person commented that the photo was a sweet taste of justice, and I agree. Uh, if you find, I mean, what a what a weird thing to come across a bike that was stolen from you and then have the ability to steal it back, uh, which is pretty nice. So I guess everything is right in the world again. Eye for an eye. You ever have a bike stolen from you, Big J? Yes, yes, M- I have. Me too. That was a common thing back in the day.
1: It, it was my fault. What do you mean, mine too? Uh, well, actually. I mean- I, I, I was, and I'll tell you, you know, the Target on Milwaukee Street. Yes. I had rode my bike there and uh, I, I, I set it outside, but I didn't lock it up. And um, I, I mean, I was only in there for like five minutes to come out and it was gone. It was, um, I was so upset. I only lived a few blocks away, actually, at the time. Do you remember uh, what you went it,
0: into Target to get? No, 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 not oh, that's at all. too
1: bad. Yeah. I was um, hoping but, you, know, you like, came mean, out
0: with like a corn dog or something. <laughs> <laughs> probably
1: a bag of popcorn. Uh, but, you know, listen, I should have I locked that sucker up. But, you know, I was lazy l- lazy little
0: Big J. Mine is even more egregious. I, I had just – it was my eighth birthday, and I had just gotten a BMX bike with mag wheels. Everything I ever wanted had pegs on it. I mean, I was in heaven. And me and my buddy were out riding bikes in an alley uh, in, in south Milwaukee, and we were having a good time. And somebody that I had never seen before in my life, uh, I would say probably the kid was – I don't know, uh, 13, 12, something like that, easily older than I was, said it was one of the coolest bikes he'd ever seen and asked if he could sit on it. I was like, yeah, dude, of course. I just got it yesterday. It was my birthday. (laughs) Boom. Just took off right in front of me. And that was it. That was the last time I ever saw that bike. That was it. So it was totally my fault. I was like, yeah, somebody, (laughs) a new kid in the neighborhood wants to check out my cool new bike. Yeah, sweet. Bye. There it goes. Like, oh I would God. pay
1: money to see the look on your I face.
0: I was heartbroken. <laughs> oh, it, was, it, was, it was awful. Did I get a new bike to replace it? I did not. Uh, that is how I was taught the lesson, not to let you other people sit on my were bike. probably made fun of. Uh, yeah, by my friend Mercifully, who was there, and, and uh, for years asked if they could sit <laughs> on my bike after that happened, and I said absolutely not.
1: Oh, my God, mm-hmm. that's
0: hilarious. Morning After with Nick and Big J coming up in a few minutes and bad impressions and more. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> off today five finger death punch a little bit off here on the morning after with nick and big j and if you are at home playing your morning after bingo card we might touch all the boxes today man monkey attacks uh big j called me an idiot we talked about traumatic childhood memories touched on the coronavirus and now robot attacks big j robots
1: I wouldn't call this an attack, actually, Uh, but but we'll see. I mean, it could be taking a job. But, you know, coronavirus has hit some industries, obviously obviously the restaurant industry and uh, the the salad bar industry, Nick, and a mid-Atlantic grocery co-op is piloting a salad bar that is self-serve and roboticized. So ShopRite is rolling out Sally the Salad Robot at a store in Cartet, New Jersey, based on technology from food robotics company Chowbotics. Now, (laughs) Sally enables customers to create an individual salad salad bar meal with a few taps on its screen the fresh food robot contains 22 ingredients i mean we're talking dressings fruits nuts vegetables as well as proteins chicken egg eggs and ham all that stuff uh sally can combine two main base ingredients up to six toppings and a dressing to make a custom salad grain bowl or pasta
0: salad nick uh let me say this uh, I, I I am not a huge fan of buffets, as you are, uh, but I do love a salad bar. Uh, I am a huge salad fan. I always have been for a while. I miss them greatly. Uh, but I, I, I want to make sure. I, do, do you have a picture in front of you of what you're looking at?
1: Yeah, it looks like a, just a big kiosk, uh, You know, kind of like a, a vending machine
0: sort okay. of thing. Is it protected and, from the public? What I'm saying is can somebody yes. reach in and touch the robot?
1: No, no. In fact, uh, shoppers get a glove from a dispenser to wear as they tap the screen uh, in order to... Well, uh, you already know people
0: won't do that, so it doesn't matter.
1: Well, then we'll break their fingers. Get away from the salad bar machine with your stupid no-glove hands. We carrying. can't even
0: get people into grocery stores without masks on, without freaking out. You think those that are in the grocery store are going to put on an additional protective device <laughs> Listen, to touch a street? It's
1: still a step in the right direction. Uh, I, I mean, you know, and, and I tell you what, I really do miss that. The Marcus Street Albertsons there on, on Fairview in particular had an amazing salad bar. Now, uh, what they do is uh, they pre-make a bunch of their salads. Not the same, but there's still, you know, high-quality stuff there. Um, but I wouldn't be opposed to trying this out.
0: No, I wouldn't be upset with the sound robot as well, especially if it's customizable and it's protected from the public and nobody can get their greasy paws on the actual robot. Uh, I'm I'm all for it. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, does it seem like, so? Does like an is it all like I don't know if I'm I'm picturing it right? Is it like all inside the robot and it like spits it out into a bowl, or is it like a like a claw machine and it goes and grabs the ingredients out of like a trough that they have set <laughs> aside is. for you?
1: uh it says here that the proprietary technology keeps ingredients fresh and sanitary and is sealed in separate containers under constant monitored refrigeration so uh it's replenished on a regular basis and uh, contained within the robot so i mean it looks pretty legit
0: all right i'm on board i'm all for it if somebody wants to start a salad bar robot uh, i'm okay with it and you know the other part of it is i don't you're right uh, but I, I can't remember the last time I saw somebody working a salad bar like to serve you. So I don't think it is taking away anybody's job, which also is. Very oh, yeah. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. All it does is, is make us more lazy. Like we don't even have to like put forth the calories to grab the 300 croutons we want to put on our salad anymore, which is good.
1: Yeah. the uh, I try to have a one to one ratio of ranch dressing. So
0: <laughs> Just drown it in it, Sally the robot, please. <laughs>
1: yeah it's not it's not a salad bar it's a ranch bar
0: i me. said extra ranch maybe you don't get it sally <laughs>
1: uh
0: so wh- where is this happening again
1: this is in new jersey so right. hopefully you know they're testing this out and and uh, we'll see where that leads man i'm all for it i i tell you what the, these sort of things uh, innovative designs i mean it's uh it, it's interesting what they do with the vending machines and. Um, I mean, it's just crazy what they can do.
0: I am intrigued by the company name as well, Chowbot. I want to know what other kind of robot food machines they make. I,
1: I sent you uh, a, um, a link to the article. Sir. <laughs> Wonderful.
0: I will now immerse myself in that. Morning after with Nick and Big J, we will do some bad impressions. That's next on the X Rocks.
1: Point three, the X. Yeah, Bad Impressions here. We will get you a morning aftercare package that includes an X Rocks face covering and a 25th anniversary X Rocks sticker if you can figure out Bad Impressions here this morning. And I think it'll be pretty easy.
0: All right, here's our phone number it is 208 287 1003 if you'd like to play. The way Bad Impressions works is this way Big J has collected three clues. They all revolve around somebody that is pretty famous. Now, you may not need all three clues, certainly not today. But if you can figure out who the famous person is in Three Clues or Less, we will send this prize out to you. And it won't cost you a thing. You don't even have to get off your duff. It all comes in the mail. Good morning, the X. Morning. How you doing, man? What's your name? Uh, Brandon. All right, Brandon. You're up first. Good luck to
1: you. Uh, I I I better have bad head off.
0: All right, next one. Sharon.
1: That's
0: all you That's right. I imagine that would have been Clue 3. Congratulations, Brandon. Hang on one second, man. I'll get some info from you. Uh, Why is the Prince of Darkness in the news?
1: Well, A&E Network is set to premiere biography The Nine Lives of Ozzy Osbourne this summer, and according to the press release, uh, biography The Nine Lives of Ozzy Osbourne traces Ozzy's life from childhood in poverty and time in prison to fronting legendary Rock and Hall of Fame inductees Black Sabbath and his uh, successful Grammy Award-winning solo career. To uh all the way to MTV, sir. Alright, when does that start? It's a two hour documentary special. It will air on Labor Day, September 7th at right. uh
0: 7 p.m. local time. Here's a question you probably don't know the answer to. Who's hosting biography now that Peter Graves is dead?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't uh let's see. uh what's who's that guy that uh that we talked to many times that did Mysteries of the Museum?
0: Oh Don um, Wildman?
1: Don Wildman? Um, I don't know, but uh, that's a great question. Probably we should do some investigation into that. Well, rest in peace,
0: Peter Graves, either way. But uh, will you be tuned in to watch Big J, or have you added up to here with your Ozzy Osbourne
1: information? Uh, It might be be interesting to see how that works out, but clearly there's a lot of Ozzy TV out there. I mean, him and his son Jack have been doing that show, and, you know, I don't know. I just wanted to know who's going to play him in the movie version.
0: They already kind of had one when he was in the dirt for a little second anyway, where they sniffed ads off the pool. So, uh, yeah, it's coming soon to a TV near you, and he needs all the help they can get these days. So maybe you can tune in and watch some Labor Day action with the Ozzy Osbourne documentary. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your Bad Impressions. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> That is pop evil. That is work wrapping up the old morning after with Nick and big J here on this Tuesday morning, the 28th day of July. Thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. We got to talk about monkey attacks today. We got to talk about salad bar robots. We got to talk about my bike getting stolen when I was a kid and big J's bike also getting stolen when he was a kid. H uh,
1: plus show, man.
0: I, I hadn't thought about that memory in a really, really long time. And uh, it was a uh, dumb, naive Nick. As eight years old, just thinking somebody wanted to ride, just sit on my bike, and then just took off on it. Uh, it was a sad day, sad day in uh, in the life of young Nick. That is for sure. Uh, but taught me a valuable lesson, which was trust no one, and something that I've carried to this very day. So uh, valuable lessons were learned on the day that my bike was stolen, that is for sure. And we also had a chance to give away some stuff, some flying pie. Uh, last day tomorrow, Big J, our last gift certificate for some free flying pie uh, tomorrow morning here on the morning Address. So that's something to look forward to for your Wednesday, that's for sure. We also have a chance for Big J to get a movie review in on us. He's going to let us know how Lady Bird is tomorrow. And a reminder that Keystone Light is giving away three Polaris Sportsman 578 TVs this summer right here in the Treasure Valley. Look for Keystone displays in your favorite place to get Keystone Light and text the word in to enter to win. Big J, that leaves you with the floor, sir.
1: Yeah, what must go, what goes up must come down. And uh, Discovery and Science Channel is going to be following uh, Bob and Doug, the uh, first astronauts to land at sea since the Ford administration as Space Launch Live splashdown begins uh, Sunday, August 2nd. So uh, that arrival comes two months after the duo uh, first, uh, US crewed mission to orbit uh, on a privately built spacecraft, of course, that all thanks to SpaceX and Elon Musk, uh, Discovery and Science Channel's live coverage well of unprecedented coverage, including our old buddy Josh Gates from, uh, 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 from uh, the TV show Expedition Unknown. So looking forward to that and hopefully I'll get a chance to watch that live as opposed to uh, completely missing it like the launch what what was did you just forget about it because i
0: don't think you were doing anything right
1: yeah no i i you're right i i, I got in, invested in something else and forgot uh that it was happening earlier in the afternoon and whoops Well no. whoops now it's all
0: on you my friend good luck yep and watch it if you like there's the show jason drew is coming up next we will see you guys tomorrow it is the x rock